What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. Today, we are talking about some breaking news. You know, some news that's been going around for the past few days. Has it been official? So it's not officially official just yet. But it's for dang sure that the Washington Commanders, Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders, will be selling the team. So, yeah, they're cutting ties after how long have we been talking about this, Vince? We've been talking about a while. (laughs) Yeah, so it's been, it's been a few years. Hello, Nestor. Appreciate you being here live with us here at NSP today. We're discussing your topic. That is correct, you guys. A fan, Zombie K98, suggested us to talk about Dan Snyder selling the Washington Commanders. So this is how it is. If you guys want to suggest a topic, we do have a little icon on our YouTube banner, which is our Discord. Click on that. enters you into our Discord, and you can suggest as many topics as you want, and we will get to them 90% of the time, unless it's something like the 49ers suck or you know, stuff like that. Then we won't do it at all. But let's talk about Dan Snyder. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get right into it. A little bit of back history here. Dan Snyder, at the age of 34, he became the youngest person to buy an NFL franchise. And he also says that he was a lifelong fan of the team. So how crazy is that, right? You become the youngest person to buy a franchise, especially of a team that you've always been a fan of. I know I would have been like, that, that's my dream, right? I've, I've always said if I ever won the lottery, I'm going to buy the 49ers. Uh, nowadays, I don't think the lottery even cover that. So it, it's just insane how much uh, these NFL teams are going for, right, Vince? I know I think last year was a huge, huge shocker whenever the Denver Broncos, they were quoted like around three bill, right? And that's still a lot of money breaking some records, but they sold for four? It was four, 4.65. $4.65 billion for the Denver Broncos. You know, they're, they're moving in the right direction, right? They got Russell Wilson, which everyone thought was a good idea. Um, so we don't know yet. We don't know anymore. But they did get Sean Payton, and that's one hell of an idea. At least that's what we think right now. <laughs> so we're just going to ride with that. But Dan Snyder, he was 34. His quote says, in my dreams, we'd win the Super Bowl next year. And that he said that right after the deal went through, right? He said, despite of Snyder's dreams of winning the Super Bowl, which he never did in the time that he was there with Washington, let's not forget about all the accomplishments that Washington has had over the years. Now, I want to go through a, a list of all these great things that Washington has gone through. So just because I feel bad, you know, I feel bad for Washington fans. They just had, they're going through the ringer, man. They're going through the ringer. And if you guys see me looking to the right, this is where I have all my notes here. So just bear with me. I'm not, you know, reading a script or whatnot. But so bear with me here. Okay. So the first accomplishment I want to accomplishment I want to talk about is in 2003, right? So oh, actually, sorry, not, not 2003. In 2000, Snyder makes a big splash on free agency and signs some great safeties. Uh, he added... Hall of Famers, Bruce Smith, and cornerback Deion Sanders, who signed a seven-year deal up to $56 million, as well as quarterback Jeff George. Then, then it kind of backfired. I don't, I don't know if y'all remember that. But that move actually backfired with Snyder firing the coach, Norv Turner, after week 14 of the season. And then they missed the, the playoffs, also resulting in Sanders retiring. So maybe that's... Not the best accomplishment, but I thought it was pretty cool that, you know, Deion Sanders played with Washington, right? Not every team could say that. 
so let's go ahead and move on. In July 2000, okay, so July 2000 now, Washington becomes the first team to charge fans to enter training camp. <laughs> that's that's pretty remarkable, you know. They started charging fans $10 per admission. First team to do it in the NFL. First team to do it. Talk about a business, right? Good for them. Now, January 7th, 2006, the playoff drought begins. So Washington beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 17 to 10 in the 2005 NFC wildcard game. And that was the last time the franchise has won a playoff game. All the way back to 2015. I know in this channel, Vince, you and I, I mean, Reed as well, we talk about teams that are in huge droughts and they, they just don't have anything going for them. But in 2015, what were you doing in 2015, Vince? Uh, I think I was still in high school. <laughs> I yeah, we were in high school, right? We're, we're juniors in high school, and that was the last time they won a playoff game. That's, that's harsh. That's harsh. So let's, let's keep it moving. Now things are kind of getting a little depressing here. 2009, Washington sues fans for $3.6 million. Imagine you being a fan of a franchise that decided to sue you, right? In the midst of the Great Recession, the team sued 125 fans for trying to back out of contracts to purchase season tickets. The team won judgments of $2 million against the fans, including many who defaulted on the contracts because of financial losses during the economic downturn. Bro. <laughs> they, they took $2 mil away from the fans that are giving to the team. So imagine you being a fan, right? And all of a sudden, uh, let, let's say now, right? Let's say, or a couple years ago with the pandemic, you lose your job, right? You get furloughed, you, you just let go. You lose your job, you have all these bills, and usually you're a season ticket holder, and now you can't anymore. And then to top it all off, the team that you root for decides to sue you for trying to back out of your contract. That is insane. That's, that is absolutely insane to me. October 2009. Yeah, we're still going. October 2009. Fans are banned from bringing signs and banners to games. It's a little backstory. After the start of the season two and four, the team stripped head coach Jim Zorn of the responsibility to call plays. Handing it to assistant coach Lord Out's retirement in week five, the team banned spectators from bringing any signs or banners into FedEx field, signing security and comfort after the increase of the number of signs criticizing Snyder and Vinny Serrato, a front office executive. But don't worry. A month later, Washington lifted that. So it looks like they get their feelings hurt a little bit, right? So before that, they sue their fans. Actually, it's the same year. In 2009, they sue their fans. So they're also banning their fans from bringing signs and whatnot. I, I really want to keep going. But there's, there's a lot that has been since Diner, uh, Snyder has been here. Um 2011, Dan Snyder, he sues the Washington City paper for defamation. He sues him for a mill. Now, here's the best part. He never read the article. But he decided to sue the paper because he heard of what it was about. Because the title, I believe the title was The Cranky Redskins Fans Guide to Dan Snyder. So based off the title... And based off of what he's heard from close friends, Snyder filed a lawsuit against him. 
which is kind of, you know, diving into the the whole like skepticism of where he denied Jeffrey Bezos uh, to mm-hmm. be running for the team because wasn't it like Jeffrey Bezos owns uh, the Washington City paper? He does something like that. Yeah. Right? Or the Washington Post. Uh, he doesn't write it, but he owns it. So I think he he still holds a little bit of a grudge. <laughs> it just sounds very childish here. And Dan Snyder, he's gotten away with a lot of stuff. And we're going to continue going on. Um, 2011. This is probably the most embarrassing one for Washington. I, I don't know. We'll see. But they are unable to sell tickets. So the team removes 10,000 seats from the stadium. They're the second largest capacity stadium. And they had to remove 10,000 seats because they're unable to sell tickets. How does that even work? I don't know. I, I don't know why they did it. I don't know if they replaced it with something. They put concession stands there. I'm not too sure. I've never been to FedEx Field, but I know there's a time where the Niners, you know, had trouble getting fans into the field. And but tickets just really cheap. Uh, sorry, tickets were just really cheap. They didn't have to remove seats, so that's that's kind of weird. And then now they're building a new stadium. So so good on the new owner, right? So let's see what they do there. But. uh it goes on and on and on and on. Still, 2011, you know, you got your your cap penalty. Them and the Dallas Cowboys, big surprise, uh, get a penalty for going over the cap. But, you know, him and Jerry Jones are like buddy-buddy, breaking the rules. Um, cheerleaders accuse the team of sexual assault. That was back in 2018. So that was even before this most recent one. So in 2018, five former cheerleaders told the New York Times that they were sexually harassed and intimidated by the team and sponsors during a trip to Costa Rica for a swimsuit calendar photo shoot. The cheerleaders described being pimped out to the team's male sponsors who were invited to photo shoots where the cheerleaders were made to pose for photos while scantily dressed or in some cases naked. I do remember that, actually. You do? I don't remember this at all. Yeah. This is back at 2018. That, that was what the time, the the rare time when I had uh, access to all of that, all those articles, like the Washington Post, you know, Forbes and all that stuff on my mm-hmm. iPhone. But now I don't. But I remember reading that article. So th- that's pretty crazy. And, and the way they got away with that as of right now because they've still gone away with it i think the most they've been penalized which as a recent was like what 10 mil they got penalized 10 mil um now now we're heading into the racism part right now corporates and and partnerships are feeling as if the washington redskins was a, a racial name and they should get rid of it even to the point where fedex field contacted the washington commander said hey we would like for you to remove the name if not, we would ask for you all to remove our name off your field. And just a little reminder, FedEx paid $8 million a year to have their name on, on that field. And not just FedEx. It was Walmart. It was Target. It was Nike. They all threatened to stop selling their merch, which they actually did. They stopped selling all Washington merch until they got rid of Washington Redskins, which was a racial slur. Yeah. You know. Um, it goes on and on. Like I said, I'm not going to go too much further, but it goes on. We go to the most recent ones where the sexual harassment causes with Dan Snyder, where cheaters have come out, they sued. Um, also more 
of the well, what did I just say? Uh, more of the racism, um, more of the stadium, the stadium as well. When last year, when the stadium collapsed on fans and also collapsed on top of Jalen Hurts, I mean, fans are still in the process of suing Washington uh, for that. So not just poo water, but collapsing stadiums <laughs> is just disgusting. This is a horrible scenario. But who would want to buy a team like this, right? That's actually a trick question. Because anyone would want to have a team, right? If I had a chance to to own an NFL team, I would definitely do it. And I think you would too, Vince. Even if it was the Green Bay Packers, I think you would want to. But yeah, it's just an opportunity to start something new for the whole future of this organization. But because it stems from the top, and what we've seen from Snyder, I mean, it's not been good for the time that he's been the owner. No, it has not been good whatsoever. I know teams have been wanting them out for a very long time. And with this whole process of the team looking to be sold, uh, just to give you guys a little background information, 24 of the team owners in the league have to vote yes on Snyder selling for the contract that he has, right? So it's going to get passed on to all the owners, and the owners are going to look at it. Okay, they want to sell for this much. Uh, this is what comes with it. This is what doesn't come with it. And 24 of those people have to say, you know what, that's fine with us. Or they revise it and send it back kind of like a counter offer. Um, with that being said, right now, it looks like they're going to be selling for $6.5 billion to this to this group. And we will talk about the group a little bit later. But Vince, what do you think about that number? It's 30% more than what the Broncos sold for. I think it's insane. Uh, that's a lot of money. Of course, you know, we always say we just want one, one million. But I mean, imagine having $6.5 to spend. And I know it's an organization. It's not just one person solely. But that's that's still a crazy amount of money. And it takes a lot of responsibility and a lot of moving parts to get that done and be able to maintain the entire organization and its brand. So pretty crazy but uh for what the nfo is growing into i think it's a it's going to be the new norm for buying organizations when it does happen i thought the new norm was going to be like that four billion range whenever the denver broncos sold but now that this one just jumped onto six billion i don't know if it's like a prideful thing with dan snyder like he wants <laughs> to get the most out of whatever he can get i know money's not an issue for him ever right or his uh the next generation or the following generation it won't ever be an issue for them but that it comes to mind like is it really just a pride thing does he want to show like oh he got the most for an nfl team because i don't know when the next time an nfl team is going to be up for sale because it gets passed down to families maybe the the bears organization i i think they have what the oldest uh oldest owner I, i'm not too sure about her family line or whatnot but uh I could just imagine what that's going to be selling for. I think we're going to be seeing the tens uh, in the next, you know, five years or whenever the next uh, team goes up for sale. It's just, it's just nuts. But what does Washington really have to to offer? It's the most political place on earth, you know. So what do you want to do? What is, what are they going to do? Who are they, right? So they are a group led by Josh Harris. If y'all don't know him, he is what the owner of the 76ers, the 76ers. and the Devils, right? The Devils are yeah. a uh, yeah, the, the NHL's New Jersey Devils. 
There you go. The yeah. New Jersey Devil. So he's a owner. He's already an owner of sports teams. So he's just racking it on. But he's also partnered up with NBA star Magic Johnson. How cool is that? Magic Johnson, who's also an owner of a few uh, teams as well. Um, they're they're teaming up to go into this and to purchase the Washington Commanders for six point five bill. I think with these new like owners and these uh, millionaires or billionaires, sorry, these billionaires. What are you drinking? What is that? Uh, um, s- some some whiskey. What are you doing, dude? It's, what time is it? Six twenty-one. <laughs> nah, I'm Jeez. just kidding, guys. This is a uh, apple flavored Pedialyte. Currently, I am sick, so I wouldn't be doing that. That'd be crazy. That'd be a, a whole another level. That'd be a Ooh. Daniel Schneider level type thing. Oh my gosh, Dan- <laughs> you don't want to get close to Daniel Slanders level. But yeah, it looks like these guys are looking to buy the Washington Commanders. So what does this mean for the team right now? And what does this mean for the team in the future? I will put in there that head coach Ron Rivera and a lot of current stars and former players from the uh, Washington or when they played Washington Redskins are very excited and very happy that Dan Snyder is gone yeah so what do you think vince uh i i think it's gonna be just like i said earlier it's it's a new start for them you know they're gonna revamp pretty much everything they have that new stadium coming up in the works who knows when it'll be finished because you know all this stuff is probably gonna delay it uh who knows if they're they want to add new stuff into it that you know dan dan snyder wanted but then this new owner if he is going to become the owner josh harris doesn't want so they change up plans, you know. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. But uh, I think it's great that he's already an owner of an NBA team and an NHL team. So his group and himself, as well as Magic Johnson. And then I think there's one other guy, Mitchell Rails. He's also going into it with them. He's uh, apparently a local DC billionaire. So he's also in it with them also. But I, I think it's just going to go in a great direction. You got three minds that are... Uh, already like in the sports world and they're just going to help with ticket sales. They're going to help with revamping the culture there, hopefully, because we don't want another thing happening. Like it just did after these past five years since 2018, when those cheerleaders were accusing them and we say accusing, but you know, speculations when they come rapidly and over time continuously, it's probably a little true. Uh, So I just think it's it's great for the commanders. If you're a fan, I know one fan. I think we both know one fan. Oh yeah. Mr. B. Mr. B, baby. Yeah. But uh hopefully for the fans it's a great thing. Hopefully for the players and the future players that are going to play there, uh it's a great organization to go to. Uh but I just think the sky's the limit, man, honestly. When you have new ownership, it's like getting a new boss, you know. Everything changes whether it's for the worse or for the best. Hopefully this is for the best. I'm giving them all the luck and hoping that it just goes well. So there's a lot of talks, right? Well, people saying, oh, these guys got to make a big splash. And Magic Johnson, he knows how to make a big splash, right? And he knows how to sell tickets, and he knows how to promote the team that he represents. So I'm very excited there. But with these other guys, like you said, Vince, they have experience with ownership. So what can they do? What can they bring out of the team? I say they go all in, right? You have many parties in this group investing into this team hey let's go all in how awesome how awesome would it be if they're just like 
okay, this is a uh, QB driven league. Let's um, let's go out there and get the best QB in the market. Let's go out and get Lamar Jackson. If they do that, holy crap, it is going to be freaking phenomenal. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Fitness Chick 4, appreciate you joining us live. It says, did the former owner of the Commanders have a bad reputation? We just talked about that uh, not too long ago, honestly. But, yeah, horrible reputation. He's had uh, sexual harassment charges filed up against him. Supposedly, there is a, a rumor that uh, one of his uh, workers recorded a video of cheerleaders uh, doing their photo shoot, like specific recordings, specifically for Dan Snyder, which he denied. Uh, but there's a lawsuit about that. But I believe there's like 18, uh, not just cheerleaders, but 18 uh, women total from the organizations, from executives to anyone who just worked there, who filed sexual lawsuits against this man. And it's kind of hard to deny or say like, hey, that didn't happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> because there's just so many. And you know, you want to know what the, I don't want to say ironic because this is a horrible situation. No worry, no worry. Ask whatever you want. We'll get back to uh, to whatever you want to know. But um, so don't worry about that. It was ironic because when this first happened, I think when this first happened, it was 2016. I got my notes right here. Um, or 2018, 2018, this first happened, 2018 cheerleaders confronted, uh, you know, the, the company saying, hey, the sexual uh, harassment is going on. We feel super uncomfortable. Dan Snyder fired 15 people. He fired 15 people. And. In the background, it was him the whole time. You know, it was him yeah. alongside with those individuals, whether they're involved or not, because it can't just be him. You know, monkey see, monkey do. If people see that someone's doing it, they're going to think it's okay. So I could definitely see a very, what they call toxic work environment, what they reported a couple of years back. So I'm just trying to picture that conversation, right? That, hey, bro, come to my office real quick. You're, you're going to take the fall, bro. <laughs> all right I, I can't go down i ain't going down like this dude what what do you mean man you were there too hey bro he just snaps the fingers two guys come in drags him out <laughs> i'm sorry it's, it's not a funny situation but yeah. like it's just it's just so messed up because he's probably the one leading all this as as it was reported he had individuals go into these photo shoots and take videos of these cheerleaders and have it get sent to him privately it's just so messed up so now washington is actually completely dispersed of the cheerleaders and then replaced oh, them yeah. with a dance team uh so there's nothing wrong with that it's just me i, I like the old traditional way i think it's great to have both though you know there's a lot yeah. of teams that have a dance team and also a cheerleading team because like when i was in high school when we we're in high school vince there's a, a dance team and there's a cheerleading team you know i think it'd be great to have both i'm even still uh rooting for a, a band to happen for for nfl i, I know awesome. right? Dude, i would watch the halftime show all of the time if that happened right and it also like, gives opportunity for people with with music majors who are very passionate about that to actually go to a professional level i think that'll be great uh kind of get still it's, it's a football feel right you get that in high school you get that in college which college is awesome but uh yeah just just give them more of an option we're, we're kind of getting off track here but I, <laughs> I love talking about that stuff but yeah it's horrible about the washington's commander um uh or now is going to be the former owner because it looks like a deal is starting to finalize right now. The latest news that we got, the offer has been sent 
to the board of owners for the NFL for them to review. So now they're looking at, okay, how much are they willing to pay? What do they want to pay and what comes with it? Do we want to revise it? Do we think it's too much? Do we want to say, hey, just go with the asking price? I think the asking price was 6000 or $6 billion, though. So just have it flat six bills and send it back and have them renegotiate, send it back to it. It's going to be a whole thing. It's just nuts. But um, appreciate you, uh, Fitness Chick, for the question. Appreciate you joining us live. If you're feeling generous, hit that subscribe button over on YouTube. That's where we're trying to grow. So it would help out tremendously. Um, we're still a small channel, as you can see, trying to grow. But uh, but yeah, so not just not just the fact or the option of these new owners being like, hey, we're going all in. Let's get Lamar Jackson. But what if they go out there and be like, hey, we hate this team name, the Washington Commanders. Hey, we hate these <laughs> colors. Like these colors are horrible. It doesn't represent us in any way. What if they change their their whole mascot, their whole logo all over again? Right. I kind of I'm excited. I would love to see that happen, but I kind of feel for the Washington fans. You know, I've seen so, so many turnover. Pictures. Right. <laughs> so much money being spent. Like, oh, do I have a Redskins jersey? Oh, do I have a Washington team jersey? Then you have a commander's jersey. It's just, but it could happen. Yeah. It could happen, though. I mean, that mascot, that mascot is terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It lines up right there next to Browning the Elf. It's, <laughs> Not quite as bad as Browning the Elf. Browning the Elf is pretty bad. Pretty disgusting, if you ask me. But I guess there's tradition there. But <laughs> tu- was it um, uh, was it General Tubby? No, it's it's Sergeant Tubby. No, what, what is yeah, it? I think it was General or Sergeant Tubby. Something like that. Uh, Sergeant let Tubster? Can, let me see if I can search it up. It is disgusting. Yeah, if, if y'all don't know, the Washington's new mascot is a pig in a um in a sergeant's uniform i i, I don't think it's sergeant tubby it's it's lieutenant lieutenant lieutenant, lieutenant. <laughs> I, I i'm all over the place now i can't even think straight um major oh major, major tutty. tutty major <laughs> tutty is the name and it is ugly can you bring that up on the screen i want uh, i can try i don't have a picture of it but i'll get one uh, but let me let me get some info here. It says a six foot five, two hundred thirty pound military loving hog named Major Tutty. Oh my goodness! I, I got the picture right here. I'm gonna represent it, Go for it. Uh, just for everyone to see. And uh, viewer discretion is advised. If you, it, it is disgusting. It is really bad. Oh my goodness! I think I, here it is. Look at that thing! <laughs> Look at that. Oh, where did I, where'd I go? There it is. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, like I said, six foot five, 230 pounds of uh, what did I say? Let oh. me go back. Oh, Super 100% dumb. USDA grade pork. <laughs> yeah, it says a six foot five, 230 pound military loving hog. Oh, my goodness. They just they just uh, went off the rails, just like the Browns did with that mascot change and all that stuff. Okay, so we're going to judge this real quick since we got time. Okay, so <laughs> I want to – okay, first off, to give him a gut, I get it. It's a pig, right? Major yeah. Tutty, you know, the helmet. I, I just don't understand why they wouldn't say Commander Tutty, even though <clears> their <throat> names are the Commanders. 
And two, okay, he's wearing shoes, right? Or it could be cleats. It's cut off. He, he's wearing shoes or cleats. But yet they still have his hands as little little hooves or whatever yeah. you call them. Like, that's <laughs> gross. It's it's disgusting. Like, imagine being at a game as a little kid and you see this thing just walking towards <laughs> you. And with that smile too, bro. Those eyes, yes. like they're just like beaming on you. It reminds me of like those those scary movies that you see on TikTok. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ugh, this is disgusting. I, I I hate that thing. But yeah, hopefully they change their name. Hopefully they change their mascot. I'm honestly hoping they change their location. You know, because they are moving. They they are moving uh, stadiums, but they have not. What do you call that? Broken soil yet? Is that the correct term? Broken yeah. dirt. I don't know what it is, but anything's a possibility. I know if Reed was here, he'd be like, ah, not really, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is possible. Okay. I don't care how much money has been spent already. Anything is possible. As we saw, I don't think ever we would have thought that a team would have sold for 6.5 bill. <laughs> yeah. And speaking on that, there, there was another offer apparently from the Houston Rockets owner. Uh, his name is Tillman for Tita. I don't know if I'm saying that right because I usually butcher some names, right, AJ? Tata. We're t- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but apparently he bid for 5.6 billion to try to, like, it says draw a line in the sand, saying instead of six billion, we can offer this, and this is probably the best offer you're gonna get. But then, of course, Josh Harris came and said, "Heck no, switch those numbers around. 6.5 billion." <laughs> he, and I was like, "Whoa." Never mind. And so obviously now they're going to go with uh, Josh Harris's offer. What about that other one? Wasn't there allegedly another offer that someone, I I think we put it on Twitter. Someone offered Dan Snyder seven bill. Yeah. See if I can find it. Cash as an exclusive owner. So that means him and him alone. Now this guy must have a lot of freaking money if he's off. You got it right there? Yeah, it says a $7 billion cash offer by DC native Brian Davis. Oh my God. I don't know who the guy is, but apparently he would have been the NFL's first black owner if they if this actually was true. Who has so. that type of money? <laughs> no, but I remember reading into it a little bit, and he said that he could have $1 billion in cash on the day of like transaction, and then later in that week he would have six billion coming in it's like how do you do that like oh that's cash gold bricks or something like that's the only way i see it how do you even carry that you know like i i wouldn't be i wouldn't feel comfortable traveling anywhere having you know a (laughs) A million (laughs) i I mean i never had a million before I think if I had that much money, I would just be like locked into my house. I'll be like the purge, you know, I have that barriers. Oh my gosh. It's, it's crazy how much money people have. I feel like people, I feel like the U S should be like, Oh, you got way too much money there, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's Give some of us. Yeah. Yeah, There should be a cap. There should be a financial cap for people (laughs) in the U S right. And, and, for certain people, right? But people like Vince and I, we work hard for our money. I mean, for something like this, this podcast, we don't get paid to do it. We just like doing it. So we appreciate every single one of y'all who are here live with us. Uh, please consider hitting that subscribe button. It helps out, helps us out a lot. Uh, as you can tell, we're still trying to get better at this. But what do you do with that much money? Oh, 
that's why he was. That's why Josh Harris was throwing this money. We just said that their their offer line was at six million or six billion, and he just said like, "Let me throw a half in there." <laughs> right. It's like that guy when name the price is right. That that last person that does. And a dollar, right? <laughs> Whatever yeah. he said, plus a dollar. Yeah. You can't go over, but whoever's closer to it, it's it's all it's all crazy out here. But we're looking into the next few days where we're gonna get officially official news when it comes to this team being sold. So more than likely, right now, I think it's at an eighty-five percent or eighty-six percent that uh, these guys, including Magic Johnson, are confirmed the new owners of the Washington commanders. Now that's super exciting. I know Ron Rivera came out. Uh, he said that he is super relieved. He feels like a huge weight has been lifted off his shoulders. A lot of players came out and said the same thing. A lot of former players, which I do have an insider. You ever heard the name of uh, John Riggins? Yeah. 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 So yeah. believe it or not, I actually know him personally. Uh, <laughs> so I do know John Riggins. Uh, Hall of Fame running back for for Washington, and he hated Dan. And, you know, I, and he will go. He's very active out there in the club, so he knows all the, these guys. And I, I know a lot of uh, a lot of dirt on Young as well. And he doesn't <laughs> like him at all, but he's very excited. You know, he he agrees he's a toxic work environment. He also said this. This is from John Riggins. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this because I guess I have to say allegedly nowadays because uh, <laughs> I don't want to get sued. But I, I know the guy. He says that in in the facility, the the way he felt the the feel for it was that it wasn't about football anymore. It was mainly about money and sales. You know, it's all a business, which the NFL is a business. But he said from when he played, it's about winning and getting to the big game. And right now, it's not even close to that. And this was pretty recent. So. That's just my insider. You could take me with a grain of salt. You don't have to believe me or whatnot. I thought he was super cool. He, he's actually, uh, I mean, I don't want to say a nice guy because if you get on his nerves, he he will you know, he mess you up. He's actually in really good shape still. But um, <laughs> he is an incredible, incredible stories from him. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll contact him and get him live on the show. That would be pretty cool. But uh, That would be cool. <laughs> well, well, it'll be like, it'll have to be like a special, like once we hit a certain uh, amount of subscribers or whatnot. But, of course. Um, but yeah, super cool. He talked to me about the killer bees and all that. So hopefully yeah. <laughs> this is uh, John Riggins approved with these guys purchasing out this team. And I think some great things are to come. Now, if we don't see any, any sales pushing like right away, that only means one thing. That means they're changing and rebranding everything once again. Uh, commanders are gone. Washington maybe out of the picture. Or maybe we see a leak that Lamar Jackson is going to Washington. They have a stacked team. I don't know if you want to get into the team, Vince, but their we defense. Like okay, their let's, let's do it. I love their team. I honestly yeah. do. I mean, last year we talked about them, you know, possibly winning in that division. Oh, yeah. shoot. We got this guy. Welcome, Reed. Appreciate you being here live. <laughs> we need a rebrand. <laughs> we do. We just talked about this ugly thing that that is now their mascot. So hopefully they are gone or that thing is gone. Nightmare fuel. But their defense is really good, especially with a health, healthy young that is playing at 100%, right? We've seen yeah. him his rookie year. He played phenomenal. Then following uh, that year, he didn't play as great that he gets injured, right? So we'll see what happens, especially with Montez Sweat. Uh, 
on the opposite side. They have a really good team. Now, offensively, I'm really excited because they got weapons up the wazoo, right? And I like the way they run their offense. They run a two-headed back who are pass catchers. They have wide receivers like Terry McLaurin, who's an absolute unit. A rookie from last year, Joan Dotson, who proved that he could be a an impact on that offense and they have Curtis Samuel who they is like a utility belt you know they sometimes line him up in the backfield to run the ball or sometimes he goes on sweeps he could run the the deep ball he could run the slot and th this guy is a do-it-all guy who complements that offense very well and also doesn't ask for too much money uh well right now we'll see what happens in the future but the biggest question is the quarterback position right who is going to lead us that Sam Howell, I was a big fan. I'm still a big fan, right? I like I followed North Carolina. Uh, Sam Howell uh, came from North Carolina, very similar offense, and I think he can find success there. But do they want to go all in and get someone like Lamar Jackson, who will be an excellent person to, to follow behind, right? Not just because uh, he's an incredible athlete, but also, you know, he's kind of – I don't want to say injury prone, but he has a lot of his recent history dealing with injuries. So you also have uh, Sam Howell that could benefit off of that while learning, which they have not the exact same play style, but uh, he could pick up a lot of things, you know, because he's, he's a mm -hmm. vet. He's been in the league for many years, MVP uh, player. I don't know. What do you think here, Vince? Tell me, give me your thoughts on this team. So what, what I really like is what you said right now for the offensive side. Of course, I love the defense. They have uh, Chase Young, like you said, Deron Payne, and Jonathan Allen, as well as Montez Sweat. They're stacked. Like, yeah. They could probably get some more some better corners, and then they'll be even better. Uh, that defense will be one of the top in the league, just like we projected the last time. Uh, but again, they just had a down season this year. I think it was a... Kind of like a fluke next year they should be playing better with uh, the new management hopefully some new coaching strategies we'll see but on the offensive side <clears throat> i'm not the biggest fan of sam howell just because i haven't followed him like you have so i haven't really seen anything of sam howell uh, hopefully this preseason i will and then we'll see what happens from there depending on who the commanders draft dallas is ugh, ugh. Oh, Dallas is better. Okay, Israel. We'll, we'll move on from that. We're, we're talking about the commanders right now. We could talk about how Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones were in on a lot of, you know, horrible things that they did in the NFL. This is true. But it's kind of weird that Dan Snyder had to pay more every single time they got caught than Jerry Jones. You know, a little money under the table there. Here you guys hey, go. Jerry Jones has a lot of it, you know. He does, man. He's friends with Post Malone. Oh, <laughs> that's what he calls him. What's up, Posty? In his <laughs> <laughs> white accent. Oh, my God. But then I, I really like their running back room uh, with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Uh, like you said, it's a double-headed monster. Antonio Gibson was great on the ground, especially in the red zone. Kind of like if you want to bring Cowboys into it. Kind of like how Ezekiel Elliott was this past year, even though he just got cut. Uh, sorry to open up uh, some wounds there for you, Israel. But, uh, yeah, uh, Antonio Gibson was great on the ground. Uh, so was Brian Robinson when he's healthy. But he's also a great pass catching back. So that could benefit if they go after someone like Lamar Jackson or if Sam Howell is even a tiny minuscule amount of similar to Lamar Jackson. So I like their offense. Receivers, I think they need to get a little bit better. Not a huge fan of Jahan Dotson. Curtis Samuel is like a check down type of guy. 
And then Terry McLaurin has his spurts here and there whenever he has help from people who can get open. But their tight end position. You know how I love tight ends. I think Logan Thomas is great. I think he can. <laughs> this is Brian Robinson guy. for people who don't know who he is. He's a G, bro. He, he's the guy that brought the Big Hat Company. Right? Is that what it's called? I think it is called the Big Hat Company. Big Hat Company. He, he <laughs> shouted out one of his friends, and he's like, come buy these big hats, baby. And was, I, I wanted to buy one, but I was a little short on money because uh, <laughs> they, they were not cheap. <laughs> but uh, they were. They were like um, like over 100 because of material costs and stuff like that. But, but yeah, getting to their tight end, I think Logan Thomas is good. I think they could even draft the tight end in this uh, in this draft. There's a bunch of tight ends that are great. Uh, Israel says, hopefully you like or love the backfield with Robinson and Pollard. You, Not too sure what he's getting at there. Um, I, uh, I think the Robinson is a backup, right, for Dallas. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, uh, I, I'm very excited for Pollard to be in the backfield for the Cowboys. Believe it or not, I'm not yeah. the biggest Cowboys fan, as everyone knows. But this guy has definitely earned that spot, right? He's been outperforming Ezekiel Elliott in every category and was been been done so wrong every single time because he will get them all the way down to the red zone. And as soon as they get there, hey, okay, put Zeke in. And here comes Zeke. <sighs> right? <laughs> out of shape and everything. Uh, out of shape. It, it's, a, it's a first and goal, and he, make, he runs for a touchdown on third down. Oh, yeah, beat me. Whatever, dude. But, yeah, I'm very excited for Pollard to get his chance and, and get that paycheck. So he definitely deserves yep. that. I'm super excited to see him there and see Zeke out. And don't get me wrong. Zeke's going to get his money elsewhere. You know he is. So it's not ill will on anyone else. But just putting that out there. It's not a negative show, okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, a lot of stuff to look forward to with Washington. As we said, they have a very good team and with under the right leadership, which, as we talk about, Ron Rivera might have his foot out the door already, you know, not by choice. But with Eric Bieniemy being the offensive coordinator, which is another huge pickup from Washington that not nearly enough people talk about. Every time someone talks about him, it's always negative. It's always negative. Like, oh, he's going to get exposed here. You know, yeah, he can. He's never going to have a head coaching job. I don't, why are you being so negative? I thought he's done an awesome job out there in Kansas City as the offensive coordinator. Look what he did with Alex Smith. They had a great season. And you know what? Let's take a chance to get on this younger guy. And let's save some cap and get rid of Alex Smith. They they bring in Patrick Mahomes and look what they did. You could say it's because of Patrick Mahomes, but I'm a big system guy. You know, it just doesn't happen because the player is great. You know, it has yeah have to follow the system. So I'm super excited to see what they do there. I'm excited to see these new owners sit down at a table, talk with 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 Eric Bieniemy, talk with Ron Rivera, talk with all the coaches. Be like, okay, what can we do to make this the best franchise or to make this the best team in the league? Because that's the mindset, right? We want to be the best. How do we do that? What do we need to do? Don't worry about finances. The cap is is fake, anyways. <laughs> Tell me what we need to do, and we'll get it done. <clears throat> yeah, man. That's how that's how it's got to work now. Everything's harder now. Just how it gets. Yeah, unfortunately. But I think that's all I got. Vince, you got anything else before we uh, skid on out of here? Yeah, I just want to touch up on one thing that you said earlier uh, before it gets away from my mind. It probably already has, but we'll see. 
uh i liked when you said that but see i told you i'm i'm sick over here and stuff leaves my head i think it was something about you saying that um that certain teams have oh yes here it is here it is here it is i got it i got it certain teams are making it seem like they're not trying to win championships and the Washington Commanders kind of seemed like they were under Daniel uh, Snyder. Uh, so I, I think that's very interesting because we've, like we said earlier in this video also, there's been a lot of teams who have been in playoff droughts, who haven't won a playoff game, haven't looked like they're the best at drafting no matter how many head coaches come in, how many philosophies come in, how many changes to the management there are. It seems like these teams can't get out of a rut. And it seems like it's all becoming a business and not about football. And I think that's a great point that we should elaborate probably on in another video. But I definitely think that half the teams in the NFL are not trying to win championships, even though they say that's their mission. Honestly, yeah, you just opened up a whole can of worms, you know, or you helped me see that can of worms that I accidentally opened up, I guess. But uh, <laughs> no, you're 100% right, because when you really think about it, I mean, the same goes for baseball, same goes for basketball. These teams, when you really look at it, are they really fighting for a championship? You know, or are they really looking for in the business perspective? You look at these owners. Look at look at Oakland for the longest time when they had the Raiders. They didn't give two craps about the field. They're like, yeah. hey, I'm saving money. We're playing baseball here and we're playing football here. You know, who cares? You know, it's we're Oakland. You know, what are we going to do? And so you got to look at that kind of stuff. And it doesn't really get exposed until you have someone internally come out and share their feelings with it that is, has a lot of credibility uh, with um, the insights of football. But, um, yeah, I think that will be a, a good uh, segment for another video. Sure. But awesome. Thank you all so much for being here. If you haven't yet, find us on these platforms. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we are on Twitch and YouTube, we're on a lot of platforms. So if you haven't yet, our main goal is to really grow on YouTube. So go ahead, hit our YouTube link. We are Not So Pro Football Talk. Again, Not So Pro Football Talk. Find us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. It helps us out a lot. Thank you all so much for all the comments. And until next time, keep on grinding.